Sports Entertained is recorded live at twitch.tv slash baldyandthebeast. Come check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and watch the matches right along with us. Oh, shit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Alright, we're good. Okay, let me check the audio. There we go. There we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Bront. I'm Willem. And we are Baldy and the Beast. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Entertained. Willem, <laughs> what are we doing today? Uh, today, we are going to be watching John Cena versus JBL, the I Quit match from Judgment Day 2005. Also, you're a little off-center. Okay, am I a little... I even tried to fix it before the stream. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. You're a schmuck. Other to... way. Tried... Other way. I, I do that every time. Okay. Both being off-centered and going the wrong way the first time. I think it's just going to become a thing we come to expect on this channel that I'm going to fuck it up both ways every time. But anyway, it's like you said, took place in 2005, but it was on May 22nd at the Target Center in yes. Minneapolis, Minnesota. There were 12,000 people there. Um, and this is, you know, shortly after WrestleMania. So John Cena's title reign is pretty fresh because he won the title against JBL at WrestleMania. Yep. So kind of how this all started is after WrestleMania on April 7th, SmackDown, um, GM Teddy Long scheduled a series of num num yeah, number one contenders <laughs> matches as JBL, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Big Show, Booker T, and Kurt Angle 
that's not a half bad world title division. No, that's a good division right there. All demanded a WWE title match. Um, so the first match in the series was JBL versus Rey Mysterio. And JBL won because Rey was disqualified when Eddie came down, interfered, and attacked JBL huh. to cause Rey to lose. Yep. Um, the following week, Kurt beat Eddie, um, and he advanced to the finals uh, with JBL of this number one contender's I don't want to say it was like a tournament, but it kind of was. A little bit, yeah. Um, that same night uh, where uh, Kurt Angle won is where John Cena debuted the infamous spinner belt. Oh, and yeah. JBL came out wearing the OG original WWE title belt, um, which is better looking because it's not that god-awful ugly spinner belt. Yeah, it's the uh, the undisputed title. Yep. Um, I love the that next. Title. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's the, the 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 absolute shame that they replaced that pretty title with the ugly, ugly spinner belt. Yeah, I uh, I remember seeing it was like an interview or somewhere. John Cena, he was just like doing an interview. I can't remember what the hell it was for, and the interviewer said, "Oh yeah, I love the spinner belt." And John Cena was like, "Oh, so you were the guy, <laughs> the one guy." Uh, you, oh, it was you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. They're on from the belt, because I'll complain about that when he comes out wearing it during the match. Uh, the next SmackDown, Booker T and the Big Show had their qualifier, but that ended in a double DQ. So Teddy Long changed the planned triple threat to a fatal four-way for the next SmackDown. Playa? Playa. And in the finals were Booker, Big Show, Angle, and Jables. Jables won the match by pinning the Olympic gold medalist, and so he is now the new number one contender. Um, and you'll notice that everything is a little spread out. They're not building to a pay-per-view right away. That's because in this period of time, this was brand-exclusive pay-per-views. But they, yep. when they did that, they didn't add more. They just made it so you had two months to build to a pay-per-view. And honestly, that is so much better. Yeah, that's just really... It, it makes everything kind of flow a lot better. Sorry, I'm fucking with my microphone. I, I got, like, weird audio issues going on, so I'm just trying to fix it and make it so that it doesn't sound as bad, and my freaking microphone arm is all weird and creaky and not very good. Uh, how dare. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I definitely remember, like, I was watching at this point in time, but I was a, a dumb, stupid little kid, and I couldn't afford pay-per-views, and my parents weren't into wrestling, so I couldn't ask them to, like buy pay-per-views and shit so yep. i remember this era and i know that this match happened but i don't remember anything else about this freaking card okay yeah i was kind of the same as you my parent my dad was into it but we just didn't always have the most like excess money yeah so getting a pay-per-view was like we might get wrestlemania or if like i think we got night of champions once the first year where they put all the belts on the line yeah i was that one mark they bought in for that one particular like because all the belts were on the line right so it worked it worked um but then the going on the next smackdown cena proposed that their match be an i quit match um so then nothing really happened the next week but the week after jbl was fighting scotty too hottie and Scotty Tuhati won the match <laughs> by disqualification oh. uh, because JBL beat the living piss out of him. And after the match, he choked him with a leather belt until Scotty said, I quit. Later in the night, John Cena was facing both of the Bashams, who, if my memory serves me correct, 
were affiliated with JBL, but I'm not sure if it was at this particular time. I um, I think they were because I think they were part of his cabinet before he um, decided before Mania because it was like the Bashams and Orlando Jordan and um, his like manager. I can't remember who the hell that was, but yeah, they were all part of their own little faction kind of thing. Okay, so we're remembering the same thing. So that's good. That means I didn't just make it up. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, John Cena won that match. But JBL was on the outside the whole time, yelling for Cena to say, I quit, trying to build up to the match we're going to see today. Um, this is a pretty bloody match, if memory serves. So, I mean, that I'm not worried about that. But if you are, <laughs> there's your warning. Yeah, no, this was a gory as all hell match. And if you actually go, like, even looking at the, the video package for this, like, after the fact, it is so damn bloody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited because I remember this one just being a, a really good match. And it goes about a half hour, so that's a good time for a main event. Yeah. Um, I remember leading up to this match, I had never even heard of an I Quit match. And if I remember right, I because I had played uh, like the SmackDown versus Raw games before this. And that at the game that I had played, they didn't even have that as a match stipulation, I don't think. I, yeah, I remember playing like SmackDown vs. Raw 2005. Yeah. GM mode, fantastic. Yeah, those games are fucking fun. I do not need to find an emulator where I cannot play that game. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, there you go. Let's go ahead and jump into it, Willem. Do you want to do the countdown today? You can well, have the honors. Do you want to run down the card a little bit? Oh, no, yeah, I forgot. That's a thing that I do. Yeah, Let's run down the card. Way to go, Mr. Research. Yeah. Hey, I'm Mr. Research, not Mr. Card. Get it right. <laughs> uh, so we opened up. And actually, I was looking down the card before when I remembered I had to do it before the stream. Uh-huh. There are a couple matches that I'm like, man. But overall, there's talent on this roster. Like, yep. they've got a bunch of good workers. It starts out with Hardcore Holly and Charlie Haas versus Eminem. Uh, obviously, Johnny Nitro's in there. He was a lot younger at the time, but he still do a lot of the real real exciting offense where we know him for. Yeah, I was always a really big fan of Charlie Haas, too. Yeah, I, I it's, a, it's a shame with as young as he was that he never got, like, I don't know. I feel like he could have been something bigger in the dub. Well, they never but... really they never really gave him much of an opportunity. He was always put as a tag team guy, and he never really had much of a chance to shine on his own. It was really cool because they, they did have him with Team Angle, where it was him, Kurt Angle, and Shelton Benjamin. That was kind of the rise of Shelton Benjamin. But in, I remember reading somewhere that he just, in like early 2010s, he decided, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to be done with wrestling altogether. Hey, and if that's, you know, if he's happy, then good for him. As long as the man's happy. Yep. Uh, next up was Carlito versus Big Show. You have to imagine young Carlito. That he probably, him and Big Show probably had at least a decent match. I'm sure it wasn't uh, terrible. Chavo Guerrero versus Paul London. couple of good cruisers working. Uh, Kurt Angle, Booker T. I just want to skip the next match because I'm just going to complain. Why the fuck is this this late in the card? Heidenreich versus Orlando Jordan. Literally no one wants to see that match. I do no wanna, offense to either of these men. I do want to say, though, that the Kurt Angle-Booker T match is kind of disgusting it, uh, and like a, on a storyline level because it was entirely based around the fact that Kurt Angle really 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 
really wanted to fuck Charmel. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and like Charmel even wanted to he, fuck a lot of people's wives. Yeah, and he even like made a fairly racially insensitive joke in that him fucking Charmel would be uh, akin to bestiality. <laughs> Oh, I remember. Yeah, because he said it weird, like bestiality sex. Or, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's <it's>... okay. <laughs> now that we've tainted my memory of Kurt Angle with things that I probably purposefully forgot. Yeah. Um. There's my the one. Match... There's my one per stream. God, thanks. Um. Next up was Ray versus Eddie. Um. You have to imagine that was good. Um. Uh, I don't think either of those two are capable of having a bad match together. I just don't think it's possible. No, I um I was watching the like the intro package for the pay per view beforehand, and like the promo work that Eddie was putting in for this was top fucking notch, and um the 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 way that like the match looked like it was coming together, and this was like the prequel to what you would see at SummerSlam this year, where they had the um eddie and ray like custody ladder match uh, yeah weird step uh but those two in a ladder match is not a bad thing weird step <laughs> solid match yeah um and then finally where else is this going to be on the card it has to be your main event uh i quit john cena jbl jables if you would um I'm excited. I mean, it was a good match. It's, yep. by all intents and purposes, a good match. One thing before I do, let's do the countdown. I do want to point out, bring back original sets. The set looks fucking awesome. Yep, Th this is pretty fucking good. Although, so, this is a SmackDown pay-per-view, correct? Yep. It is kind of like, low-key, the SmackDown set, they just took the fist out. Oh, it's totally the SmackDown set, but they took the fist out and replaced it with the sun. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. But it still feels special and different. And right, because they, they made their own set for the pay-per-view. Yeah, and not homogenous. Yep. All right, so we are going to go ahead and start. Uh, give you about 10 seconds to find where we are in the card. Um, do you want to call out where it is? Because I don't think we ever gave a time. We did not give a time. The match start time for this is going to be two hours, three minutes, and two seconds. Um, give you a couple seconds to go ahead and get there. We will go ahead and give you a countdown. Uh, match is going to be starting in five, four, three, two, one. Also, I was... Uh, I, I I really did appreciate um, JBL's entrance theme at this time. I was about to say he has a good entrance theme. Yeah. And like Michael Cole pointed out on commentary, this is a big contrast in styles. Yep. You have the rich Texan um, going up against, you know, Cena, who at this time was peak rap gimmick. This is when he was... He was um, still the doctor of thugonomics at this point. Yep. Although I think he had like, this might have been around the time that he de he debuted the new entrance theme, but he was still like, um, he was still very much like the rap gimmick. The he was yeah. still the doctor, to, so to speak. He just had a new theme. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I don't remember if this if he has a new theme here or not. I can't. I remember. hope not because I like the old theme. Yeah. It might be because I've heard the new theme for. 
15 years now. So I just prefer the old one because it was shorter and therefore not as <laughs> overexposed. Dude, I, I'm going to be completely honest here. At this time, I was like definitely a huge Cena mark. I had the album. I had a Cena shirt, bro. Yeah. I remember walking. I remember I was working, and this I had my Cena shirt on, uh-huh. and this dude came in in a Mr. Kennedy shirt, and I was like, "Kennedy sucks." No, Cena's where it's at. Now that I'm old, I was like, "No, Ken Kennedy." I, I would have totally been a Ken Kennedy mark yeah. if I was older back then. Yeah. No, like the I had that terrible John Cena rap album. That was really bad. Had two good songs on it. Yeah. Eh. By good, I mean good entrance songs. Yeah. And JB, not to change the subject, but JBL's attire really fits for him and his character too. Yeah. Because he's the douchebag that wears trunks and a coat. Yeah. It just makes sense. Oh, shit. Anything you can do, I can do bigger, I guess. Yep. It, it, he was John definitely, Cena. yeah, definitely new entrance at this point, but oh, but he's—they're trying to get it over. It has. Oh, and he's got the friggin' the album to be with new the, because the he's got thing. a guy on the tape deck there. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're trying to get this over, and you know what? It's working. <laughs> well, I mean, it worked. It's been his entrance forever, like literally no, for okay. fifteen years at this point. That's still an ugly fucking belt. I don't care how if I like the theme song right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an ugly fucking belt. It's an ugly fucking neck piece that Cena's got on. Like, the the whole thing is not very pretty. The neck piece fits his character, though. I'll argue that. I, I like... I appreciated the lock. The, the, the padlock, honestly. The padlock was always really cool. Yeah. Yes. Um... Let's see what the fuck else about this because Cena's just supremely over oh, this point, in general. He's taking off the horns. Fuck your horns. <laughs> oh no, Cena was. There's a reason why Cena is still working, yeah. and it's because of how hot he was right now. Yeah, this was pre Super Cena, so he was when we all liked him. Yeah, when everybody liked him, when when he was definitely the. Uh, the guy that was going to be taking the company to the next generation. Yep. Uh, speaking of like, so we were talking about how you liked thug life, uh, or word life, the fucking, his previous entrance a lot more than his current entrance. Um, I was a bigger fan of Randy Orton's old entrance over his current one. Yes. That's another one. But Randy hated that entrance. I know why they changed it. Yeah. At what point did they just like fix the center so that it wasn't a spinner anymore? Because they had the same belt for fucking ever, but there was a point where they stopped it from spinning because they didn't want it to like look weird. Because I think it always stopped in like weird ass places. Yeah, like right there, it was on its fucking side. Yeah, it was shout. It was shout out to BTE fifteen years beforehand. Yeah, I I. I remember back, uh, you said BTE, and you totally blanked my mind on what I was going to say, I remembered. <laughs> oh, I remember in the old SmackDown vs. Raw games, when this belt first came out. Yeah. One of the features they added is, if you were the title holder, 
you could take the right stick and, and move spin the, the spinner belt. Yeah. Belt. yeah. Uh, yeah this that. is a really fun time for me because of those games. Yeah. They were a lot better than people would give them credit for. Yeah. But then again, they were wrestling games, so there was only so much. I spent... You have no idea how much time I spent doing the um, character customization, like creating the creator wrestlers. Like I, I spent a ton of time in GM mode. A ton of time. I, If you were to go online, you can go on GameFAQs, and there were guides on how to just create wrestlers like create specific wrestlers yeah that weren't in the game and it was like you go here and you put this many points into this and it makes them look <laughs> like this and i was like all right i'm gonna spend days of my entire Ooh. childhood doing this i bet it was a really fun though having a bunch of extra characters in the game yeah. and i honestly can't remember how this match actually like how this went down. The only thing that I remember about it is the way the finish is. Yeah. Cause I, it's kind of John Cena being an asshole face that does heal things. Yeah. That was his whole, one of the biggest things they screwed up on him. And in real life is he's like, actually like a good person mm. and you could just have that be his character. But in the show, they just have him be like a douche for no reason. Yeah. Like, but they won't let him be a heel. Yeah. Oh, big deep arm drag. Like, if you're going to have seen a rag on people, that's fine. That's actually great. Let him be the fucking heel. Right. Let him get heat. And then every once every couple years, give him a year-long face run. You can do all the face stuff with him. Then turn him back heel, and we can boo him again, and he can be a hilarious douche. Yeah. Um, I need to point out how, like, fucking neanderthal like seeing his forehead is here like just look at his forehead it like extends a solid yeah. like three inches out of his fucking face he's big here but he's not as big as he'd get oh no like he got so much bigger oof he's still big though dude is yeah <laughs> I, I, I think people tend to forget that JBL is a fucking mountain of a man Oh, yeah. Like, he's a giant fucking person. JBL is, like, Stan Hansen to me. Yeah. That's They're what pretty he is. much same build, same basic style of, I'm just a Texan that kicks your ass. Yep. <laughs> he, he's generally just, like, a this-era version of Stan Hansen. But it's yep. we, it's weird that he came, that he was popular at this time because, as you can tell, he's a fairly doughy man. You know, I'm sure in far better shape than I will ever, ever be in my whole fucking life. But the physique is rather doughy, which is very, like, typical of what you'd see out of somebody like Stan Hansen. Whereas at this time, everybody were just big muscle dudes. Like, they were just a, bu a bunch of hamburger packed into, like, very thin casings. Look at beef! Look at all that beef! Yeah, you can definitely tell Vince likes beefy dudes. Yep. 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 One thing that did kind of, that looking back on it now did impress me about John Cena 
is how much the dude bladed. When they like, let him, yeah. Yeah, when they let him, like, dude would bleed like a motherfucker. He didn't care. No. He knew it was part of, like, getting over. Oh, yeah. And that's still, the dub, they have to change that. I understand if you don't want to blade as much as you did in the Attitude Era. Yeah. And if you want to save it, that's fine. You don't have mm-hmm. to do it all the time. But occasionally, you blading is uh, crucial to wrestling. Right. No, There's I'm... a reason why it happened for decades and decades and, like, has never gone away. Right. No, there's a there's a legitimate... Um, I would legitimately say that there was probably more blood during the Ruthless Aggression Era than there ever was in the Attitude Era. There were probably more blading spots during the Attitude Era, but, like, the amount of blood spilt during this time frame was ridiculous. Because you had the Eddie match where yep. Eddie fucking hit a gusher. Yep. <laughs> Um, cause I remember we should watch that match too. Cause Eddie hit a fucking he hit a gusher. That 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 match is almost uncomfortable to watch, honestly. Yeah, because simply because of that. Oh, JBL going for a table. Remember the big chonky monitors? Back before. I actually <laughs> think they should have kept them. Yeah. Back before, um, back before thin screen TVs, back during the CRT era. Yeah, but those are cool for wrestling. Yeah. Because occasionally, like if I hit you with a thin monitor, yeah, dang shit. Right. It's like, if oh, I you smack- broke your TV on me. Yeah, if I smack you with one of those motherfuckers, that's gonna hurt. Oh yeah. Even if, like, the dub just keeps them and then puts, like, a, an actual good monitor in the front right. and the back is just fluff, right. I don't, it doesn't matter. It's all just for show. Yeah, but it looks good when somebody gets hit with it. Right. Well, I mean, because when somebody gets hit with those and starts Ooh, bleeding, it's damn yeah. near believable. He just started, he just shoulder tackled that. He literally just shoulder tackled that. Yeah. Jables. Oh, and he stole someone's belt. Oh, like he did to Scotty. Yep. Oh, and he whipped him. Oh, Cena's taking some lashes. Oh, he's going to choke him. I don't mind leather belts. It looks like it hurts like hell. Yeah. Because it hurts like hell. But you're never going to get hurt doing it. Right. Oh, they're making a thumbnail. They're making the thumbnail. That's what I've got as our background right now. Oh. Get damn near tear your shoulder. Out of that. See him just dragging him right into the shoulder, right into the pole, breaking his damn shoulder. When they moved JBL up, and a lot of people were like questioning it because he was not. Like, before his title run, he was never booked like a title guy. No, he was was only ever a tag team guy. He was in the Acolytes with Farouk. And it was really weird when he came back. Because, again, I wasn't watching at the time, but I've seen clips of it. But, like, when he came back, he was short hair, clean cut. Like, cut off his beard and his, his goatee that he had on. But he was still in the Acolytes, or the APA, at the time. Yeah. So that was just kind of like a really weird dissonance there. 
Ooh, JBL damn near missed the announce table. Yeah. <laughs> he did not get enough motion on that one. No, he, well, he did a lot of that flip all at the end, too. Yep. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. Are you guys really holy shitting at a back body drop through a table? 2004 yeah. was a different time, bro. Yeah, it, it was. It was a very like, a very different time. The only reason JBL got all the way around is to see the push his legs. Watch this. Yep. That's Ooh. the only reason he got all the way around. You can see him grabbing at his back too. Like that was a that was a really rough spot to take. Yeah. Like looking into the crowd because of it. It's only been fifteen years. Styles have changed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I love looking into the crowds at these times. Not just because the styles have changed, because you know it's been fifteen years. But to also see oh, like, ooh, fuck. Ooh. he fucking, dude fucking waffled him with that chair. Yeah, that's got to be a blade job. Yeah, he's got to be blading. Here it comes. Camera's been off him for too long. We're about to see Cena do one of his stupid amounts of blading. No, but like one of the interesting things for me is to look. Yep. Oh God, look at how much is already on the ground. <laughs> look at how much started dropping down his face. Yep. Jesus Christ! But you know, if you're gonna sell a fucking headshot like that, makes sense. Right? Fucking go for it, dude. It, look, it looks more like he slit his throat than, like, cut his head open. Yeah. God damn. Oh. And there it goes. Gotta agitate that just a little bit more. Just dripping on the floor. With the black floor, the, the blood looks almost luminescent, and it yep. looks really cool. Yep. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll just fucking kicking him. Just fucking, like, come on. And on, but that man. kick, that last kick was cool because look, he has a spot of blood on his yep. thigh from where he kicked him. Yep. And uh, he's got blood on the microphone. Ugh. That was a solid shot, too. Yep. I was talking about something, but I completely forgot what it was. Yeah, I feel like I'm not being very talkative because... Uh, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I know. There, there's a. This is not like a workhorse match, but it's very much just like a popcorn. You just fucking like. It's a lot of fun to watch. Oh, it's a pop. It's a popcorn match, and John Cena is the butter right now because there's blood everywhere. The blutter. Extra fucking movie theater butter popcorn. Yep. Uh, and fucking JBL just covered in it. Which helps. I always like that as like um, the way it looks as yeah. an aesthetic. Because it's like, yeah, he would have blood all over him. Yep. It makes it, it makes him look like a brutal dude. Oh my god. God damn. I think Cena hit a gusher on this one. Yeah. Either that or he took some like, he took like a blood thinner before the match. Because that, he is just dripping. Uh, blood thinner? A, you know. More like a pack of blood thinners? Yeah. 
But it sells the match. It looks fucking cool. Yep. Cena over here getting choked up by his own chain. And that's helping the blood throw. Yep. God damn. Well, it's a good thing this match went on last. It's easy to clean up at the end. I, yeah, I was about to say uh, uh, that this is why the match went on last. Yep. No one wants John Cena's herpes. Nope. Jamie's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna win. Fuck this. I should do. I quit matches what I would do. Right? You wanna win? You wanna be a heel? <laughs> they should have JBL like handcuff John Cena to the railing or something. Yeah. So that he's like on the ground and prone. And then threaten to run him over with the limo. Quit or I run you over with the limo. And then but he dot, he dot, dips dives out of the way right at the last second. Yeah, something happens. Yeah. Don't they have, like, two more ridiculous, stupid matches after this? Like, I, I remember this, the the JBL Cena feud was long and involved, and there were a lot of really dumb matches in it. Although Might have been. I, I can't remember if this was, like, the blow-off or if there was more, because I know there were a lot don't remember either i know that they did their thing at mania but i don't know what they did after this right actually if you there's a database i can check oh yeah are you going to the mm -hmm. google machine yup we're about to see cena check off oh he's doing it again one ain't enough for him about to hit an fu Uh, back when they called it the FU2. Yeah. There it is. That ain't gonna be the end of that, though. Fucking Jables just running away. <laughs> well, you Maybe can't... they're not a database, because I'm not finding it. Yeah. Never mind, I'm not going to the Oh, there it is. Are you a schmuck? Maybe. Did you find it? I found well I found JBLs, so I'll just go into like two thousand five and figure it out for you. Alright. Oh sometimes they have it for like on it's profightdv.com, yeah. but sometimes they have it on like uh for a feud. Yeah. If there were enough matches. Yeah. Cena over here dropping Jables on the hood of his car. I was about to f you him on top of the or on top of the limo. Ooh, big neck breaker. God, that limo, like the hood of that limo, number one. Now it's covered in blood. Uh, yeah. And number two, like everything about that limo is just like is made of paper mache now. I don't think it doesn't look like they had any more matches. This might be the blow off. Okay. I just I know looks... I know that there were a lot of matches in this feud because I know there was a lot of stuff heading up to Mania because like the entire character of JBL hated John Cena at this point or at least hated him in 04. He also fought in a lot of like 
this year. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at JBL fought in a lot of like no disqualification matches. Yeah. So you can tell what he thought and Vince thought his like what his style best was gonna match be. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't he win it from Eddie in a uh, like a bull rope match or something like that? A stupid bloody one, yes. Yep. That's the one. God damn. Well, I mean, we needed one more match to finish out Mootober, so why not do the other J- bloody JBL match? Because we had other shit planned, you schmuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, they, do that I think I had that TV. I think I have uh, yeah. that. I think I had that TV, like for real. Like I went and bought um, it. I went and bought it from fucking Kroger's. It was like the first thing I ever bought with my own goddamn money. So, which one of these would you uh, rather do with the the Eddie match instead? We have Kurt Angle, Shane at King of the Ring, or Triple H Austin three stages of hell. Oh man. I'm partial to keeping Triple H Austin three stages of hell because I, I think it'd be a good way to end the month because it'd be longer. Yeah, let's do that. Let's keep with, let's keep with that. We can do another Jables match at some point in the future, but let's do. I will write it down to do research on it, and yeah. there we go. Yeah, it's well, officially going to be researched. Yeah, well, because I remember, um, like. JBL was champion for a fucking year at this point, yep. which was not a thing that happened before this. Like they they did not like they didn't have year long champions since like the eighties or to the mid nineties. Yeah. So that shit was unprecedented, and even then, nobody really sold it that well because it was JBL. Oh. Yeah, you're not wrong, which is a shame because. Like you said, they put the belt on him for longer than they had in at least one decade. Yeah. And it should have felt like even now it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel as important as it should have been. Yeah. This fucking limo is speckled with blood, though. Oh, my God. Good choice to do a white limo instead of a black one. Oh, oof. They, they knew there was going to be some shit where they were like, oh, yeah, let's make this limo look like ass at the end of the night. We are going <laughs> to, we're going to junk this limo and get some dollars out of it. It's going to be a red limo. Yep. Ugh. Oh. Trying to break that damn door off its hinges. They almost succeeded. Yep. Doors are not supposed to go as far as that door is. Nope. John Cena, fuck this door. Fuck your door. Uh- break the door myself it was meant for another spot i'm gonna hit him with it we need the door yep (laughs) oh is he gonna do uh i thought he was gonna do like the mood or run spot why'd you do that smack him with the door homie look at how strong i am yeah look at me big strong boy strong boy john oh He's going to smack him on the turntables. Oh. I wonder if that was supposed to happen. That was that was 100% gimmicked. Because that, that was... The, they had the pyro on the truck. You know that shit was I'm, gimmicked. I'm... It, it was yawn joke. Yeah. You fucking mark. <laughs> <laughs> the way...
away that damn hose just like oh. big ass ddt right there onto the truck bed no the way the hose just kind of cartoonishly just that's a gift yeah. right there i think that i think it's funny that like mark was essentially almost like a negative term that wrestlers used against fans that got really into it and yeah. then all the fans were like do you know they call us marks that's such a great name for us yeah we're no. such marks <laughs> fucking quit I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i love it's a stupid little thing but i love um when someone's like when someone gets smacked with the with the microphone and it like hits on the actual speakerphone part of it so you hear the yeah it just emphasizes the pop just a little bit more and i love it i just remembered i think around this time and i could be wrong i think these two had a match there was a first blood match Mm -hmm. and if i remember it ended in a very unique way for a first blood match okay um actually jbl's gonna hang him they're doing, me... they're doing a lot of choking spots. Because it makes the blood look better. Yeah. This is just what I need to do from oh. now on whenever we stream. Because when we stream, we'll come up with ideas for streams, and I never write them down, and I forget what they are. Oh, right through the damn table. And this crowd is hot for this. Well, yeah, they're... Like, and they should be, but... This is a fantastic match to watch. It is very much just like a popcorn, watch this shit. It's great. It's fucking amazing. Bloody spectacle. It yep. is a bloody spectacle. Yep. Ugh. Both these guys deserve their pay-per-view bonus tonight. Yep. I, I love me a good I Quit match. I tell you what. I love a good hardcore, whatever the stipulation is. Yeah. Um. Uh, and Cena ripping the fucking exhaust pipes off the truck. He's lost so much blood, he doesn't know if his enemy is JBL or the pipe. Yep. Oh, no, he's going to hit him with it. Yeah! You're going to whack him with that big old pipe. <laughs> I caught a pipe! This is not how I remember this match ending. Yeah, that's how that ended. Because remember, this is John Cena's face that does heal things. Okay, but that's no, keep watching. glass. He's going to hit him with it anyways, isn't he? God, there's so much blood. Like, it's not even running anymore. It's just caked on them. Yeah. And Cena's just over there so fucking pissed. JBL thinking he's so smart. He's like, oh, I got out of it. Oh, I'm done. I got out of it. Nope. Not today. Getting ran. I just remembered a match we should have done for Mootober. We may have to save it for another year. If we're doing matches that are pure bloody spectacles, why is Beulah McGillicuddy versus um fonzie not the fuck on this month i've never seen that, that match but if it's you have never seen beulah oh my no. god if you like bloody popcorn matches 
That is the bloodiest match I've ever fucking... To put it lightly, and I'm not going to give too much away, Fonzie bled so much, it uh-huh. saved his job in ECW. God damn. Because that was going to be his last show. But Paul saw what he was willing to do for the company, and he kept him on, even though they had differences yeah. because of that match. Because well, of how many buckets of blood he bled. Well, you know what we're like, we are in Mootober, and we're going to be watching the Muta scale creating match. So maybe you'll see a bloodier match sometime this month. Oh, I'm not saying there will be a bloodier one. I was just, I just remember that super <laughs> bloody match. I was like, oh, we should have done that one. Okay. Maybe me, next year. Let me take down the time for this so I can, so I can easily edit this later. All right. So, out of five, how many bronze are you giving this match? Oh, that was popcorn. That yeah. was that was great. Um, I don't like the finish. No. Uh, what I thought was going to happen, what I thought would have been what they were setting up for, is Cena was going to, like, huck it at him, and it, JBL was going to duck, and it was just going to go through the plexiglass. Uh-huh. But the end kind of, nah. But the match itself, three... Point seven five bronze. You know what? Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I on a match level, on just purely wrestling, this is like a two and a half star match. I'm purely oh. wrestling, but as far as entertainment, I was entertained as hell. There were buckets of blood in this shit. There was so many stupid spots, but there were a lot of like really weird choking Ooh. spots. Admittedly, they were done so that you know the blood ran farther. But these guys were just encrusted with blood. Like, they were, they bled long enough and so much that it was just caked on their face. You could probably just, like, tear it off like an actual mask. JBL started getting bloody before he bladed. Because he was bloody before he bladed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one four stars. That's my rating on this. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Um, I love... I have a soft spot for this period in wrestling because it's around the time that I started watching wrestling. And especially for stuff like this, because as much shit as we give Cena now and as much shit as we give this era for being not really the greatest wrestling of all time, it was very entertaining. It was home to a lot of the best workers of all time. Like, JBL was never, like, Cena or Austin or The Rock level, but he was a great heel he was a great asshole, and I love I love the lariat as just a finisher because it's so simple. It's so simple, but you just take their fucking head off, and that's it. That's the end of your match. If you throw it hard enough, though, like it makes sense. So I don't, I wouldn't like it if it was just somebody throwing a clothesline, right? But the way JBL throws his clothesline, oh my god, it looks is, so rough. Yeah. Because he just fucking wallops you. He doesn't. It's a Stan Hansen Larry. Is what yeah. it is. It's the and Western the Larry. Why, the reason why Stan Hansen's oh oh I lost you were so brutal. So Stan Hansen was fucking Stan Hansen was fucking blind. Yeah, I lost you there for a second. You kind of JBL is not blind. Oh no. Um. Okay. What did you hear me say? Well, no. I I caught you there. Like you kind of caught up with yourself. But yeah. JBL was not blind. Stan Hansen was blind to shit. JBL was just an asshole, and he's known yep. to be an asshole. And he just a hundred percent 
threw lariats all over the damn place and made him look as brutal as he possibly could. Because or as brutal as he possibly like he yeah. they, they they looked legit because they were. Yep. Um because JBL's just a prick. I Wow, this this whole stream has turned into JBL's just a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say I'm not a fan of the fact that they named it the clothesline from hell because it's a lariat. It's not a clothesline. But anyway. come on, clothesline from hell kind of flows better than lariat from hell. So yeah, I guess cut him a break. Yeah, I mean you could have just called it the Western lariat. Like that's literally what Stan Hansen's is called. But this was '05 when they're trying to like set themselves apart from stuff and they were trying to make things different. I guess. You think they're going to give anybody else credit oh, for anything? God, no. I don't even think Stan Hansen ever wrestled a match in the dub. In any form of the dub. God. That's not a thing that I ever want to, like... I, I don't think I would ever want to see a Stan Hansen WWF match. Because it feels like it wouldn't be good. Stan Hansen works Stan Hansen style? Yeah. Um, and he's never going to work anything else, but, but he works that style so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have, uh, anything else to go down the match a little bit? Uh, started off, I don't want to say slowly, but with the kind of tease, some of the choking spots, mm -hmm. um, building up into when JBL just fucking pancake Cena with that chair oh my god um uh, i'll i'll go out on a limb and say that up until the point where cena started bleeding it was a little slow like it wasn't tortoise level but it was very like slow and plotting and methodical and then it got to the point where they just started beating the absolute piss out of each other <laughs> yep. like cena got waffled with a chair then they started getting choking they started choking on each other Cena ran shoulder first into some stairs. Um, Jables got bloody. I, did he get hit with a chair? I can't even. I don't even remember where he got bloody at. Um, but like, good. I think he got bloody at like the TV spot and the. Okay, yeah, the that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's um, it. But he like, there was so much. Like, I can't emphasize how much damn blood was in this match. Like. I said it during the match portion of the video, but um, the Attitude Era gets a lot of crap, or not a lot of crap, but the Attitude Era gets a lot of praise for being a very bloody, very hardcore era of wrestling. The Ruthless Aggression Era probably had way more blood in it, in general, than any other time in wrestling history. Mm -hmm. um, because they were just like, alright, we gotta get more eyes on this shit, so let's fucking get... Let's make this as bloody as we can. And then immediately after, they were like, all right, no more blood. We can't. We're done. Yeah. We can't. Uh, they need to bring blood back. Like I said earlier, it doesn't have to be as frequent, but it has to be, like, sometimes it's just necessary. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, 100%. But, yeah. It, it, definitely, it definitely brings a little bit more to the storyline. Do you have anything else you want to say on this match? No. Uh, well, okay. I will I'll kind of agree with you. I feel like the finish is kind of shit in that like JBL tried to be a, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm a smart guy. I'm gonna quit before I take the big move and then he takes it anyways. Why not just have the finish be like 
you know, JBL, he's like, all right, I'm going to take it. I'm a big bad man. I'm going to take the big pipe and go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big man. I'm going to take the pipe. And he uh, goes through the plexiglass and then quit. Like, it's it's the same sequence. He just doesn't get to look like a chicken shit. Because JBL's character, I don't think, was a chicken shit heel. He was an asshole. Yeah. Honestly, like, Cena should have put him through that and then, like, held the fucking pipe over his head and been like, I will cave your fucking skull in. Or, like... And then you, you don't have to do anything else. Just that threat. And then JBL's like, fine, okay, okay. I quit. Right. Like, he's gonna cave his skull in or he holds it up, like... Long wise, he's like, I'll fucking impale you on this on this pipe. I will be known as John the Impaler. John like, the Impaler. Don't fuck with me. Stanley the Impaler. No. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I really had on the match. I thought it was very entertaining. Um I, I think all the matches are entertaining. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, we we've yet to watch a match like i i feel like disingenuous in calling all the matches entertaining but we only watch the good shit uh we have yet uh, to, we have yet to really watch like some of the really bad shit untrue what i would like to point out the uh foundation of the nwo was not a good match oh yeah no that was not a good match never mind that was I, a good angle i stand corrected um that was not a good match i was not entertained by that match um which stands to reason as it's the view, the only video on our channel that's got zero views. Well, but we didn't watch it for, uh, you know, because the match was good. Right. Um, anyways, I want to get on to the next segment because okay. I actually watched Raw and SmackDown and I want fucking credit for it. Holy shit. Okay, go ahead. Do your thing, Bo. I only watched it for the draft. Okay. Uh, I don't have too much to say. I thought the draft was good. SmackDown's roster is chef's kiss um they won the draft in my opinion i think their roster is fantastic yeah because um, fox paid them more dollars yeah um but you know that being said the only other thing i have to say that really stuck in my craw is last night on raw they had a match where uh ricochet went and was in backstage and he went up to the hurt business and he was like okay i'll make a deal like i'm tired of us having this thing you know Apollo Crews might be moving on. Cedric joined you guys. This is what we'll do. We'll have a match. And if you win, or if I win, we end this feud. And if you win, I join the Hurt Business. I wanted so badly for the Hurt Business to win. Because Ricochet in the Hurt Business. He can even be, like, at first, like, an unwilling participant. Mm -hmm. He doesn't participate in the beatdowns. But they're helping him win matches, which right. he hasn't done a lot of. So you can tell this story where as he slowly starts to win, he starts to slowly turn heel because it's helping him win. Yeah. And he wants he just wants to win. I can so see instead, that. the story they told is they had a ref bump and uh, MVP slid a chair in for Cedric to use. But Ricochet caught the chair as MVP was sliding it across the ring and grabbed it. And like he was going to hit somebody and turn heel, he never did. What he did is the old Eddie Guerrero spot where he hit the mat with the chair and, and then threw the chair and dove. And I love that spot. Yeah. That's a great spot. But I'm going to interrupt you for a second here. Uh, XEE7 just followed. Thank you so much for the follow. I don't see you in the chat, hey. but if you want to give us, a, if you want to say hello in the chat, we will greatly appreciate that. Yeah. What's up? Uh, thanks again. Like he said, for the follow. Yep. it's great. Um, 
But I like that Eddie Guerrero spot, but they didn't, like, I don't know. I feel like the story you could have told having Ricochet join the Hurt Business is so much better than that Eddie spot. Yeah. There, there's a lot more to it than that. Honestly, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown this week. I heard tangentially about uh, what what kind of went down on the um, uh, the draft side of things. From what I heard, they split up a lot of tag teams. They split up the New Day. They they made WWE already doesn't have a good tag team division, and they split up all the other tag teams. They they split up Otis and Tucky. They split up uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. They split up the New Day of all fucking tag teams. Yes, I not I mean kinda. Kinda. They just split Biggie off, but still. I, yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan. The, 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 the sadness that you feel, like as, uh, like after Stephanie announced that, uh, Kofi and and Xavier were going to Raw, and Xavier was just like, "All right, now say E's name." You didn't say E's name. Say E's name. Yeah, and even what they could have done that they they didn't with that is have Raw take the entire New Day, mm-hmm. and then SmackDown offers a trade. Yeah. And then and that way you protect, like, because Raw looks stupid. Why wouldn't you just take Big E? Right. <laughs> like, why would you purposefully not take Big E? I, whatever. But the other thing that kind of made me mad was they drafted Angel Garza. And this is not a knock on Angel Garza, but Andrade went undrafted. Yeah, he's a free agent, which is dumb. I'm amazing. He's so good. Yep. I don't uh, get it. I do not get it. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that I don't really understand with how they drafted things around. There, like I said, I like SmackDown's roster. I think they put together a great roster, yeah. rivaling what they put together at the time of the period we just watched, yeah. where there is a group of dudes that are just going to have great matches. Yep. They're, they're just going to. But I don't know. We'll see. They, You know, it, Anything can be good. Right. We just have to book it well. Right. We'll have to so we'll, see how it winds up turning out. We'll see how the story goes. Yep. Yep. Um, now that I got that off my chest, did you have anything you wanted to say about anything in the wider wrestling world? Um, not really, no. Um, I I got nothing. Honestly, like everything is pretty bog standard. We went over some of the stuff that was from... Uh, from AEW last week, I kind of said my piece on some of that stuff. I'm, I, I'm excited for tomorrow for Dynamite because it's the uh, the anniversary show and we're going to see some good stuff there. I'm excited for that. Um, four title matches. Four title matches. That's going to be fucking good. Yep. But other than that, I got much. Um, so what are we watching this Thursday for Mootober? We never really decided on that one, I don't think. We are watching... Oh, I thought we did. Because um, it was going to be the one where... Let me, let, let, me pull me... Up, let me pull up our chat. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, oh, it Muda was... and Muda. the Great Muda, They're having the barbed wire... Oh, yeah. Origin death match. Yep. Crazy bullshit match that I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> That one's going to be fun. Um, the Great Muda versus Atsushi Onita. That's going to be so much fun to watch. Yep. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming out. Thank you, everybody, for watching us. We will see you guys this coming Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
uh, where we will be, as we just said, we're going to be watching The Great Muda versus The Great Nita for Mootober. However, this match is not available anywhere on any service, as far as we can find. Um, So if you can find it, great. Um, If you can't find it, also great. Um, We will be watching it here, but we will not be linking to it because we don't want to get... We don't want to lose our whole channel. Um, Yeah, and our personal monies. And our personal dollars. So, if you can find it, cool. We will see you on Thursday. Like I said, thank you everybody for coming out and watching. Thank you everybody for all the likes. Uh, Thank you Z7 for giving us a follow. If you haven't already, please give us a follow. Uh, Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter, on YouTube. All that stuff is linked down below. If you don't want to see us live, if you don't want to watch the videos, check out the audio-only version of our podcast. All that stuff is linked down below. We thank you greatly for all that stuff. Until next time, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.